the toughest players to rank in fantasy football in 2021 right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Adam Azer. Just talked for an hour with Dave Richard and Liz Loza of Yahoo uh, about some of the toughest players to rank. This is a little bit of a bonus. We'll talk about a few more that didn't get discussed on the hour-long show. I want to start with one day that I have a lot of trouble with, and, and we did this Twitter poll. I did this Twitter poll. Who would you rather have, Joe Mixon or Antonio Gibson? And it's it's basically 50-50 now. Gibson's slightly, slightly ahead, but I just think, I, I can't believe how high people are on Antonio Gibson. I find him difficult to evaluate because J.D. McKissick is there, because Ryan Fitzpatrick, he threw to Miles Gaskin, but he doesn't have a great history of throwing to running backs. Um, because I'm still not entirely convinced, Dave, that he's not a wide receiver masquerading as a running back. He was very pedestrian was he, when he wasn't facing the worst run defenses in football, basically, in Dallas and Cincinnati. So it's taking him over Joe Mixon is blasphemy to me, but not to uh, half of my Twitter audience. So I find Gibson difficult. Do you? Uh, no, but I, I do have Mixon one spot ahead of Gibson. I'm willing to forgive Mixon for past transgressions and let him back into my fantasy roster uh, if, if if it's available between him and Gibson. Uh, and I get where you're coming from. I'm going to say the Washington football team thinks of him as a running back and not a receiver after he scored 11 touchdowns for them, had 206 touches last year, 170 of them came off of handoffs and he averaged 4.7 yards per carry. I actually think there's more for him to do. I think he can be a little bit more efficient. He only had four games last year with more than 14 carries. He only had 36 catches. I think there's room for him to get right. more targets in That's this offense. That's why he's difficult to me, because people are just projecting this, and he hasn't done it. And, he, and he's I only think, a year I think guy. he's a talented enough player, who, by the way, was second best in the NFL in attempts per broken tackle, second to Mike Davis in that in yeah. that stat that makes me believe that he can still create yards and get more work, whether it's a small bump in receptions, maybe only goes to 45 or 50 catches over a 17-game season, but I think he gets more carries and more work overall. I think Washington's excited about him. I think their offensive line will be a little bit better, and I think defenses are going to have to play them a little bit differently with Ryan Fitzpatrick under center. Not a lot differently. He's not a game changer, just a little bit. All right, let's talk about T. Higgins. If Jamar Chase weren't on the team, I think T. Higgins would be maybe a fourth-round pick in the C.D. Lamb range. He was a top 15 receiver for me before Chase joined the Bengals. Right, so that could be a third-round pick. And now T. Higgins is going 25th overall. He's going at the end of round five. Uh, he was so good last year, and mm -hmm. I struggle with him because I, I definitely want some shares of Higgins. But a lot of people don't play in 10 leagues, you know? So you have to make that decision. If this is your only league or whatever, do you take him? ahead of a guy like Kenny Galladay, uh, you know, who's going right behind him or, or a Cooper Cup or something like that. We, we've talked a lot about whether or not he's even the second best receiver for fantasy in full PPR on this team because Tyler Boyd has certainly been a, a volume uh, type of receiver playing in the slot. And I still have Boyd ranked one spot ahead of T. Higgins. I've moved him down a ton ever since Jamar Chase came to town. And I do believe that Jamar Chase will be a great receiver in Cincinnati. And I just wonder what the target share is going to end up being because Boyd is an easy short area target for Burrow to get rid of the ball to when pressure is coming on him because that offensive line isn't going to be as good. And when he does have time to throw, how often is T. Higgins going to be that first read? I think it's going to be Chase more often than not. Not to say that Higgins won't have good games. I'm not sure how reliable he will be uh, as, a, as a huge stat producer in fantasy. 
And to wit, last year, and this is before Jamar Chase even got there, he only had 15-plus fantasy points in four of 10 games with Joe Burrow. Now, I gave you 12 or more in six of 10 with Burrow, but I think that's the range that we're looking at with him on a week-to-week basis, which is good, but that's like a, a quality number three type of receiver, and I bet that Tyler Boyd ends up being a little more consistent. But Higgins might end up having more fantasy points end of year, but I bet Boyd has more games with 14, 15 fantasy points than Higgins does. Well, we're at five minutes, <laughs> but I liked it. That was good stuff. I would just say that Higgins was so good last year that I'm worried we're going to be too low on him, Dave. I'm worried, but I look forward to continuing this conversation. So good last year, by the way, with Joe Burrow, not after the injury. I look forward to continuing this conversation on a different episode. And thank sure. you, everybody, for listening to FFT in 5. We'll be back at it. We'll be back at it tomorrow. See you later. Later.